AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear-headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop, once a day, before breakfast, and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. 
Season 8, Episode 2 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. <sighs> Didn't sign anyone. Did not no, sign no. anyone. Did, didn't see it come in. It actually happened. The first Premier League, to, uh, first Premier League side ever since the formation of the Premier League to never sign a player. And um, you know, I look. I feel all right. I feel all right about it. Today, I'm joined by Cave. Hello. And Alex from Bristol. Also, T's coming as well, but he's running late, uh, so he'll be joining us at some stage as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was important to. to to at least cover our inactivity and perhaps the reasons for it. Uh, where are you at, Kudras, as, as we stand, Cave? Um, apart from being in massive amounts of pain, he's done, he's, he slipped a disc in his neck. Yeah. And he's still like here. That. I'm still here. Well, I've just taken He was in the gym throwing iron about. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I should, yeah. I should have just stayed on the sofa. It's safer there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, where do I think we're at? I think that I agree that we were only going to sign players that were going to better or at least challenge the first 11. Yep. Um, and there's no point signing players that that don't really fit that criteria because we've done that before and now we can't shift them. Yeah. Got players like Nkudu and Janssen who are not right because we didn't necessarily spend the extra money and now they're just clogging up our wages and we don't want them and we can't get rid of them. So yeah, it's a good idea to not repeat that, but it does feel like there were a few targets that probably were gettable that yeah. we could afford that did want to come that for one reason or another... Um, we didn't go for, or we didn't sign... Jack Grealish. Grealish, I think Kovacic, if he was genuinely available and was interested, I don't know why we didn't go in for him. I think we need another central midfielder. Dembele's only got another season or so in him, I reckon. Yeah. We, we need somebody that's going to take us for the next three or four years. So, oh. Uh, yeah, my position hasn't massively changed from the beginning of the week. I, I didn't think that we'd get with no one. I, I genuinely thought Grealish would <laughs> so, get over the line. All that stuff you said on Monday no, 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 was my, on the basis that you thought that something might happen. No, like, I like think, me as well. Yeah, I think, look, my, my position on the big players remains the same. I think I think the Kovacic, uh, the Kovacic point is still the fact of, uh, would, he, would he still have actually come for us? If, say, the top four teams are in for you, do, do you still come to Spurs if mm. Chelsea aren't? Probably not. But anyway... I think we were hamstruck by the fact that that was obviously part a sweetener for the Courtois um, deal. But yeah, I, I got I got quite excited about Grealish because um, you know as you do when it looked like it was. I think Matt Scott, um, who's usually a quite reliable source, he's um, kind of football finance type expert and is involved. You know, knows quite a lot about when when clubs are being taken over and what's going on with administration and parachute payments and stuff. And he was absolutely adamant that the Grealish. Thing was done, so mm. I think there was there was probably some movement of goalposts late on, and then I think what Ben Pierce actually tweeted was actually spot on. I think from the sounds of what Potter said in his, his press conference, it was we have our first targets. These are obviously the same type of players that United and Chelsea and Cities are going for because that's the where we want to be. We want to be title winners, but on the whole, we can't get those people. So we then go to second second slash third choice and then it's a question of where do you how much do you rate that second or third choice is it a question of just recycling the second third rate choice signings mm-hmm. again mm, recycling yeah. a Sazoko and Kudu into more hold on and, and, and d- taking that risk again that they might not they might actually turn out to be nothing much you know mm. or do you go do you know what for the sake of it, with everything else that is going on with the stadium, let's stay as we are. Now, that might not be Potch's decision. That might be Levy saying, like, I don't want to spend this much on someone who you told me was your second and third choice. Um, do you think you'll be able to do it as, as you go? And like I said, there may be some disagreement behind the scenes. I thought Potch handled it brilliantly, but that's where I'm at with but it. But about yeah. that, about Potch and the way that he handled it, like I, I don't know whether Potch is genuinely happy with the fact that we didn't sign anybody because he has his own belief that the players that we've got that are coming through the youth system and what he's already got there are good enough to do what's being asked of him and he appreciates the situation financially or whether he's just a very good employee who says the right things to the press because that's the message he's been told to put out But he said things, he said things this week about, you know, because it's not down to me that we haven't signed players. He said things like that we perhaps don't have the money because we're building a stadium, whereas... Levy's previously said that there's money ring fence, so it's not like he isn't going against the grain sometimes. I just want to go back to something you just said, Mm -hmm. uh, Alex. Um, You know, we can't get those top targets. I don't say we can't, I'm just saying nine nine and a half times out of ten. We haven't been able to, Mm. and and these are the same players that some people that have a lot more money than us can get. But how do you break that cycle then? Because we've got to do something. It's not... Sorry, it's, it's not... 
it's not that we... I think we think that we should break that cycle because we finished in the top four mm. for, for a few seasons running. We are not the size of Man United and we don't have the money that Man City do and we don't have the money that Chelsea do. We don't have this following that Liverpool does. We don't have all of the sponsorship deals and the merch and the fans all over the world. Yeah. We might be finishing and punching above our weight, but... We, we don't have the draw either financially or, you know, for those players. Do they really want to come to well, Tottenham? But we have to find a way. Like we, can't, we can't exist on this parallel just because... No, that you, will, no will, look, you always... always that hence will, the stadium. Yeah. Right. You, you, always, you always aim, and like I said at the beginning of the week, you know, the fact that the, the FFP drawbridge has been... Well, drawed up. What is that the word? Drawn? Yeah. Drawn? Draw up. Draw, drawn up. Drawn up. Raised? Up. Yeah, raised. That's raised. it, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do well at school. Um, <laughs> Drawn up. Yeah. This is why I'm reading books now. This is no, why like, good, you're making good. me read books. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, it, means, it means that... How do you... When your question was, how, what do we do then to bridge that gap? Personally, I, I don't think you can. It was going to take... It's going to take a season like Leicester had and you end mm. up and you're winning it out of nowhere. Mm. Or I think... And this is just my own personal opinion. It doesn't stop the way I enjoy football, but it might for some... I think we've missed that chance. I think that chance was was the Leicester year, or perhaps when we took Chelsea. I, I think, I think we I'm not sure we, that will come again. I miss. I think we missed the chance. We missed a chance. I don't think that the way that, but I don't think it's the only chance. I don't think that's no. it, and we're now on the decline. I I I have a theory as to why this has all happened. Come on. Um, as a business owner, I I've been kind of researching like what happens if you have an exit strategy or if someone. I'm going to go get tea. Sorry. <laughs> Two sugars. Um, I, I um, I've been like looking into this, and and you know, if you are potentially looking to run a business for for profit, then you run a business in one way. If you're running a business to just have a really happy workforce because you like employing nice people and paying them well, you run the business in a different way. If you're running the business to sell it. There's a very, very different route that you take with your decision making. Yeah, as is mo- as is the the the, the angle of most um, most most businesses. Yeah, the aims to sell. And what we've now seen since he's taken over is that he's tidied up a lot of things. He's or Enoch have built this world class training facility. They've now built the world class stadium, barring the sponsorship deal. That that kind of like base stuff is done. Like, the next step is really just more commercial deals and investing in the playing staff. Mm. And if he wanted to pick a moment whereby he's tied down the best players that they've possibly got to contracts and not sold them, and not take any risks on players that might not cut the mustard, that's where we are now. So is it over time... I think the club's going up for sale. I yeah, mean, I, I said I, I said this the other no. week. I agree. Yeah. Phoenix are never, they're not going to manage. They're not going to own us forever. Every no, club eventually is going to go up for sale. This window and the way that they've behaved in this window may be because as soon as that stadium's done, they're looking for their exit. I, I said exactly that a couple of weeks ago. I said that this. I'll be amazed that not the, the club won't be up for sale in inverted commas, but it will now the process will start as mm. to the next as to, to the next project. For, for them as, as a company. Uh, an investment group like this doesn't spend the amount of money that they would have spent infrastructure-wise no. and have this one business for the amount of time that they've had. And the fact of the NFL coming on board makes us huge, you know, 20 times more attractive to, mm. to anything from American base. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Man. T's here. Hey. Hey, T. How are you guys doing? I don't know. But I'm voice all, went. I'm all right. How are you, mate? Uh, not bad. If you ever called it this yesterday, I'd have been a lot angrier, but now I'm kind of... Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've accepted the situation I a bit sense, more now. I sense from the WhatsApp group messages that um, <laughs> you wasn't very happy. Not a very happy bunny at all. No, but um, just going to look at it as glass half full. But someone else mentioned that um, the club might be selling on really? Twitter as well. So there might be something in that. But it's difficult to really sugarcoat a window where nothing happened yeah, when that not. wasn't the aim. If they said from May... That you know may not need to add much to our squad. And that's why Poch kind of made the noises that you know a lot of the players need to be people need to be moved on, mm. get some new players in. So mm. and it just hasn't happened. Um, I, I I think we've arrived at a situation as we realise what a shod, say shoddy. It's probably intentional actually. When you we're talking about it from fans' perspective, but if you talk about it from a business perspective, it's probably the most savvy thing to do. And like, there's no bones, make no bones about it. Like, Levy isn't a fan of the club. He might have a fondness for the team. He might 
built into some of the romances which you know he's he's selling the club or or at least selling you know the idea of Tottenham um but you know he's not he's a businessman he mm. brought it as an investment they or Enoch did they they sell companies have sold clubs previously so why are Spurs any different um I think our, our frustrations perhaps shouldn't necessarily be at Levy although he's obviously the, mm. the human aspect of it the frustrations perhaps are about the game itself you know this the fact is that it's not about fans it's not about what you do on a football pitch really the only time it is about what you do in a football pitch is if it helps you reach that end of selling the football club or whatever it may be so I was just gonna say when, but when that we're now in a position where this is done and and, and it's dealt with uh, and and you have to take one of a couple of positions now you either go right this is it now let's just let's get on we're gonna have to enjoy being back in football being back in Tottenham well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and going again. I mean, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. I can't I'm wait. excited about it. Um, I'm excited about it. And it, and it's just a question of you know. Do, one thing I would say to people, right, is sit sit back now and enjoy the fact that everyone everyone will have not think we've got any chance whatsoever at top four. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I did it, but I've listened to Talk Sport this afternoon because I've been interested <laughs> just to see of what it is and whether it's more wind up stuff or whether it's people with genuine thoughts. They don't, they don't give us a chance in hell. Of, of top four, uh, no, none of them fine. do, Look, and they're all sat there waxing lyrical about Liverpool. Let's season. see what happened. Evan spent two hundred and seventy million quid in twelve calendar months. Mad, isn't it? Um, mm. has, where did it get them? They got eighth last year, and they've they've got a squad of players that were bought two or three managers ago and they've got a new guy in that can't shift who he wants and you look at like, who they got on deadline day and everyone's saying what an amazing deadline yeah. day they got three players from Barcelona the, head, the, the headline in the main in the main Spanish paper today was we should be making a statue to Everton for, for buying these players yeah. at these prices yeah. I mean maybe the reason why we don't need to buy and sell as many players as some of the other teams is because we actually have had a bit of stability we've got one manager who's made that squad his own over a number of seasons got rid of the players he doesn't want, brought in the ones that he does want, moulded the team into the way that he wants them to play. Like You would think that at that stage less changes need to be made. Yeah, we don't, no one, I don't think anyone going into the window thought that we was going to make five or six signings. I think we, all we need really is a couple of players to improve our first team. And it just feels like we had a chance. Like if you remove the business aspect of it, it just feels like we, we had a chance to... Yeah to really give ourselves an excellent squad and actually a, a decent title challenge. It doesn't come as a surprise. Isn't like a um, you know like like when we were chasing Leicester down but we're never really going to get there mm. chasing Chelsea that we had a legitimate chance if we'd have brought one or two players that improved our squad at significant cost. Like you're talking in order to do that, two or three players are going to cost for 150 million pounds. So it's just for whatever reasons, and I don't think we'll probably never find out the reasons why we never I'll, truly and really entered the transfer. Well, that's, well, yeah, maybe truly, but I, I will be disappointed if we don't hear something from um, sure. Nayleby now. Would it, wouldn't it have happened by now? I don't think so. I think he'll wait until after Saturday, personally. Yeah, I think he would as well. Right. And also, we, we get a couple of good results in those first few games. And, and then going to the new stadium with a win, it will be forgotten about. Toby starting every week, and, Rose yeah. starting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, I'm not saying that they'll hide behind that, but it, it won't be at the forefront of people's minds as such if we just happen to do well with the squad we've got. Um, we've got a question in from Totteridge and Whetstone. He says, who are the players signed by other clubs this summer uh, would have guaranteed starters for, Spur, uh, for Spurs? Yeah, so I've got a list here of the top 10 transfers in the Premier League. Uh, there's Kepa, the goalkeeper for Chelsea. Would he have started no. over Lorries? No. I mean, well, he maybe, probably has. Maybe, the... maybe. I don't, I've never seen him. Well, so. I mean, <laughs> so I maybe. And I don't know. Uh, I don't rate Lorries highly at the moment. So. I, d- I don't know either, but I presume by the transfer the fee. Anyway, Riyad Mahrez, would he get an outside? Yes, probably would. Yeah, probably. Squad. I don't know if he'd necessarily push somebody. Probably be 12th yeah. men at least, I'd yeah. say. Jorginho? Yes. Yeah, he gets in. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Alisson? No. I'm, I'm more leaning towards yes and him. I, I, yeah, I don't know enough. I'd assume in a couple of seasons, maybe when the race. Naby Keita. Yes. Yeah, I think we're seeing the problem here, isn't it? Midfield. Yeah. George, uh, Fred. I don't know. I don't much, know much about, about him. This is good. Uh, Fabinho. <laughs> yes. Really? Yep. Defensive midfielder can play right back as well. Philippe Anderson. Never seen him. He's Lazio right. number ten. Looks quite tricky, but not enough. Uh, Ricarlison. No. no. Right. And Yerry Mina. Absolutely no. not. No. So. I, I mean, we're talking about players that cost upwards of fifty million pounds, and that was the kind of thing that we were looking at. Um, yeah, all right. Some transfers that have been made would get into our Spurs side, but not the vast majority of them. You know, you look at Fulham, the deals they did. You look at Everton, and you think, oh, these guys have had fantastic windows, but their requirements are much more 
they're much different to ours. Mm. It's much I easier think, to plug the holes at Fulham. But we're relying on 13, 14 players again. And this is something I thought could have been avoided. This is the main issue with the window. It's not about the starting 11. It's never been about the starting 11. He doesn't want. He couldn't shift Sissoko, Janssen and Nkudu. Those are the three players I think we really wanted to shift. Um, I almost feel like Leave is a bit of a relic of a bygone era. And I feel like he's almost been, been figured out. In the mm. sense that he's trying to make them blink first. And Villa said, well, no. Well, Villa are in, are in an enviable position because their situation changed very quickly. They've got a new benefactor in or new owners. They had suddenly had very cash rich. Um, they had issues made at the end of the season where they had average sort of old ex-Premier League players on big wages. Um, and, still got Mika Richards there. And the likes, yeah, Mika yeah. Richards, Snodgrass. Um, there, there are a few. And they were in a situation where they had to sell in order to to, to, to start the process of not being compliant to the FFP, uh, they've suddenly got all this money, so it's less of an issue. They can cover wage brackets, they can cover parachute payments, or the lack thereof. They will have to eventually become compliant, but not right now. So they were in a position to say, well, Grealish isn't for sale now. Mm. You came in, they might have been pissed off by Levy's offer. They might have been, There was reports it was three million plus on a plus which I can't even imagine that being true well this, this is funny because uh, Wendy and I had a bit of a broad discussion about this you know and we talked about how much would you value on him at this uh, at, at this point and and I said I, about I, I, well I, no I said about 10 to 12 well based um, on what five, five well just mil- on the back that he's an under 20 World Cup winner and you know there's there's, there's some problem there. for eight so yeah you know so uh, and, and what made me laugh was was the fact that you know what we would have been saying to him was like Give us your best player yeah. who embodies everything about your club and we'll give you someone that you had last year who was all right. Didn't even but, make your first team all the time. Well, I think he did. Like I said, I, th- I think Widdy probably educated me a bit on that where he you know, showed me some of the things on uh, some of his performance that's on there and he looked like he did all right. But but what I'm saying is that if you're Villa and you're the owners and you're saying, right, OK, well, right, make us an offer then, hands rub it and then he goes three million plus someone you had last year who I wasn't I don't believe amazing. that's true. I can't I believe it. I don't believe it. Because there true. are other reports of it being something else. So there's no fact. Well, this is what, back, what we said on Monday. Who knows? This and is also, the problem. There is no communication whatsoever. If they, apparently they started talking to him before that those new owners stepped in mm. and if, if that was the case, then that deal would have gone on hold because if you're in the part of the takeover or, or, your, or your shares are being sold, you don't Sell shift assets. your best assets during um, that period. Yeah, so absolutely. they would have been they would have been forced to wait until that had gone through. Yeah. And then if the new owners come in and they just go, well, no, we're, we're in charge now. But for credits of Villa, and credit to them because their role is to in order to you know it's, to, it's the betterment of their football club and why would you want to sell Greedish if you can keep holding well I've, yeah but then again I've also heard a few things that come out where they've said these new owners don't actually know what they're doing and they might fuck themselves with FFP and they're just being stubborn because they don't fully understand the rules yet well also right. and you new owners and what better way to get the fans properly on board by keeping yeah. someone like Jack Grealish. I think they bought a Thierry Henry, didn't they? What the fuck was that about? I thought is, he, of, is he there? To this day, I don't know what no, the no, fuck no. happened there. They tried he was to. their manager, then he isn't. Oh. No, he was never their manager. Well, wasn't he announced? I've, no. Not officially announced, but I, I knew Bruce was, no, I knew was, Bruce was like, wasn't he, he was like odds on to go. No, they, they, had, they were having a meeting because Steve Bruce had said at the end of last year that he wasn't sure whether he was going to do another season in football. He had a, obviously a lot of personal stuff going on the year before. And then it, all the rumours were Thierry Henry was lined up. They had a meeting and then he stayed. Nothing was ever. I can't nice believe he's still alive. It's the most unhealthy man does, I've doesn't ever look looked. Good. Doesn't look good, no. It's on the brink. He's a really good footballer as well. So that's, he was that's, that's a bad thing, me being a bit older. I remember these guys as players. I thought, you know what? People just think he's some fat bastard manager. He's actually, actually really, really good. He was incredible. He was my type of footballer, Steve. Well, they all yeah. were back then. Uh, the Luddites, basic, uh, barely footballers. I was, why aren't you a Wimbledon fan? You should be a fucking Wimbledon fan. Sure, that's you Terry Erlock, Vinnie Jones. But you remember, you're, you're well, yeah, but I'm talking about he's kind of. I'm too young for all of that. Billy oh, you would have loved it. You would have loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was shit. <laughs> um, Lewis Spurs 90 says, uh, would the fan base be happier if we moved to Stratford, finished third and spent £150 million on transfers this summer? What's his point? Yeah, not, Well, this seems to think that the fans just need to cheer up a bit. I See, I, I've, I've gone through this. Uh, I, I've not read anything on social media, really. I've made a couple of stuff on the fighting cop, but nothing. I've kept out of it because I knew out what a horror show it would be. And the only Spurs fans I've interacted with are you guys on WhatsApp, which hasn't been the best experience either. And just my, my brothers and my family and a couple of other people I know who support Spurs. And they've all been quite philosophical about it. The ones I've spoken to in real life, and I get people are less expressive um, yeah. in real life than they are on, on the internet. But 
not everybody is as fuming as Twitter would have you believe. Well, the issue I've got is just the extremes, man. I mean, I've almost to call it like Kool-Aid Twitter because people think that the window was okay. I'm like, no, well, it wasn't okay, really. Um, we, we start, this is what I'll, I'll say, well, I'm not happy that we've signed no players. Don't think, oh, well, you want, you want a deadline day signing, you want a panic. But I'm like, well, no. We've had three months. We've got scouts within the, within the club. Why can't they identify a central midfielder that we needed? Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand that. Then the, you know, it's like, and on, and on Twitter, a lot of nuances missed because it's all in text. Yeah. So mm. when I say I wasn't happy with the window, I don't, you know, I'm still going to go to Fulham next week. I'm still going to go to Liverpool next month. I'm still going to support my club. I think but I think you can, you can explain, you can express misgivings with, with what's happened. Yeah. No, I was going to agree. A lot of it as well is just fucking people's behind the keyboard and personas and but it's some people do it to wind people up some people do it because it, it's not really maybe they exaggerate how they feel and then there are people that just get really really easily wound up yeah. and then they just copy what other people are saying and then everybody's shouting at each other but they're not really listening to anyone it's the same as everything else these days everything is particularly online everything is so binary mm. everything is one or, or the other when Poch started talking about Brexit Good grief! Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was waiting for that to explode. Yeah, well, let's let's do that now. Um, what what was that all about? What I didn't understand it because I, I did an interview. And this isn't. I did an interview. Doesn't matter. A small time thing, right? With a, a guy on on the radio today, uh, and he brought up this Brexit thing, and I somehow it passed me by. What, what was that about? What did he say? Um, I think he was essentially saying that just the market was crazy. Uh, so what's that got to do with Brexit? I think I, I'm not. Well, the stadium costs. Yeah, that's affected. Right. That's affected that. Right, is that, yeah. what he, is that what we mentioned? Mistake? He actually said, I feel sorry for the British people, which was... Um, yeah. So the increased cost... I couldn't love him anymore. Yeah. The increased cost in the stadium affected yep. our ability to buy, because it's something like £200 million it's cost. Well, they reckon it'd be yeah. essentially 75% over budget, essentially. We don't know. We don't but know. No, exactly, we don't so know. So budget no, for £80 million, £800 million. confirmed any of the figures that the stadium was supposed to cost what it has cost. From what I understand, they're all estimates. Mm. We've been told that the stadium cost has gone up because of Brexit... But we've just been told that not by any statements made by the club. Just people talking. And we were also told that money was ring fenced. But I don't remember them actually saying. Yeah. There's a figure that's been ring fenced yeah, by think, the club for transfers. Like it's all stuff that other people have said. Exactly. And it goes it goes into, into two ways. The original projections were from like seven eight years ago. So of course everything's going to go up. Yeah. There, there is no doubt that. Uh, that Brexit would have had an influence on on the bill because it's had a, because it's had an increase it's had an increase on the um, on the exchange rate in dollars yeah. and in euros. So there is no getting away from it. It would have. Mm. Uh, whether that's an excuse towards transfer stuff is a whole another argument. That's too, but, that was bizarre that you even said that. They they linked it to transfer. It's obviously something that they've talked about <laughs> internally or something. So that's they're, been they're sitting in the office, Levy's going fucking Brexit. And Portugal, I fucking know. I know it's a fucking pain in the ass, isn't it? To pay all, eight quid every time I want to go home, though. All this because a few people, like your brown people, coming into the country. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we've got we've got two hundred million pound more in our stadium, and these are the same people that are demanding transfers. I love you fucking so mad, much. isn't it? <laughs> uh, just for a record, I've got no issue with anyone. <laughs> voted Brexit. It's up to them who gives a shit. Um, uh, yeah, what else we got here? Uh, we've pretty much done all that. Um, I like this one. We didn't cover this. Joel Hearn on Reddit. He just simply asks, "Who does Levy think he is?" <laughs> You've you got to say it properly, Sam. Who, who the fuck does Levy think he is? Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Right, <laughs> so, like, who does Levy think he is? Who does he think who he the is? Fuck do you think who you are? He, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, I took Not buying players. Thursday off for fuck's sake. Fuck it, did you? Uh, I was off anyway, just by, oh, by well, a chance. You took it off for transfer deadline day because <laughs> you was convinced all of that shit before about you being happy with a window that the players would come in and you were going to sit there and gloat. Uh, yeah, all right, and if you want. Nah, nah. definitely Hold true. Off. 100% true. <laughs> um, yeah, so like overall summary, uh, how are you feeling going into the new season Dis- despite the transfer window? Are you excited? Do you feel like something good might happen this season? Are you, got any- are you optimistic at all just to lift the mood maybe? I think... I'm optimistic. I think we've got the stability. I think the World Cup doesn't help. If it wasn't a World Cup, yeah, I feel a lot more optimistic mm. because a lot of our players are coming back late. Mm-hmm. Um, Although Poch did say that a lot of them come back fit and look very good. Yeah, I mean, but you've got to, what you've got to factor in is two weeks before the World Cup, there was in camp. Yeah. The World Cup happens. And then after the World Cup, you've got a little two-week break. Then the season starts a bit earlier. It could have started a week later, yeah. to be fair. So 
I'm optimistic. From what I've read on, on the internet, a few people are backing us for top four. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think on, on Instagram, Bleacher Report, I think the bloke who, bloke who works with them called Sam Tai, mm-hmm. he did his predicted top, top 20 for the Premier League. And um, yes, Spurs in the top four, he got a lot of abuse for it, but there's a lot of people agreeing with him too. Well, it, this is it. A lot, a lot of people, specifically fans, they kind of gauge how well a team's going to do as a preview to the season based on the signings and, uh, that they've made. <laughs> When Spurs haven't really made a signing that improves our first team in three years. And, and no one, and no one left. Life. Like what? Who? Sanchez. Yeah, but when Sanchez first came in, when, when it was playing if, Toby and, and Jan at that time, everyone, that no, everyone was moaning that the fact that he wasn't coming in and wasn't going to start. He, he started straight away. Yeah, but yeah, through circumstance. No, he, no, no, he started back free. No, he started as a part of a free. I still don't think that Sanchez is better than Vertonghen and Aldevero. But he's still in Pooh's starting 11 and he gave us more flexibility. The year before okay. that, the year before that we had Ranyama. We did if he was going to start, but he did had a great season. The year before that was Alderweireld. Yeah. We had Daddy Ali coming the year before that. So well, that's, that's, that, that's, that's kind of my issue with us signing on is that even Trippier last season, I didn't, I never really highly rated Trippier, but Aurier coming in kind of gave him a bit of a kick up the arse and he, and he improved. But that, that's bad about it. I think this season will, will be absolutely fine. Unless we get a bad run of injuries, I think we'll still finish in the top four. You, yeah. you could also look at it that we made signings in January that we don't normally make, and they've actually just had half a season extra because in pre-season, the three of them have all looked. I mean, I know they're the probably the three most more, senior yeah. players out there, yeah. but they have all looked a lot sharper, a lot better. Moore has looked great. Even even Aurier's looked improved. Could it be? Could it be that we've just let everyone spunk their money now and then in January we go big? We'll, have, we'll spend more than any other team has ever done in a, gen- get, no. in a January transfer. I thought we were going to go a different route. Then. No, I didn't no, get the we, name we, of the guy. We're going to spend someone's... £200 million in January. On Gareth Bale. That's what someone asked us. We'll spend £200 million <laughs> that smoke screen? on Gareth Bale in January. That. I would it, love that. It would all be worth it. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, they, 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 they have blown their budget. Like Fulham have blown their budget. Everton have blown their budget. West Ham have blown their budget. They've all spent big in yeah. this transfer window. And they're gambles, man. Yeah, they are. A lot of the gambles. It's always a gamble. I think... 200 million. January. I'm excited to see what we do without doing this because I just think uh, football makes mugs of, of, of a lot of us in terms of, like you say, people judging what a team's going to do in terms of their transfer thing. When people say, oh, you've got a, a question of, you know, fresh faces invigorate the squad every year. This is all just sound bites that we've just been told. and heard. We, we don't know. We're not in that dressing room. I, Who knows? I, I think we needed new players. I'm not going to try and say that. No, I'm not going to say that. The, the FA Cup semi-final against Man United was one of them. I thought, you know what, a few of these players are at the end of their time at Spurs. And Dan Vele being one of them. And I think maybe this is just a time to maybe... Mm. The end of a cycle. There's a four-year cycle. Maybe move a few players on and, and, and you know, kind, of, kind of start anew. But you know, at the same time, we've got players who know each other's games. And we haven't got to worry about new signers trying to bed in. So, you know, Liverpool, Liverpool bought well, five or six starters. And they've still got a bed in. So, and let's you know. see. Because when we were spending 100 million quid on six or seven players, there were, there were Liverpool managers saying, well, you should be going and winning the league now. There were loads of Spurs fans going, we are going to win the league. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, Myself included. I'm excited to see. I remember you saying, just sign them all. Sign them all. Sign everyone. <laughs> honestly, that was the best summer of my life. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time I opened the paper, another player was coming. It was brilliant. I was like, yes, Beautiful. get them all. Uh, and, and then as it turned out, they were all... Largely abject for a long time, and then obviously Ericsson and um, Lamella. Lamella, well, so one and a half. Still at the other. One and a half. We you know, still can't give it to Gunny Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Fighting Cock is sponsored by Fans Bet this season. The sponsorship is allowing us to help Spurs fans in need. If you like a flutter on football, then sign up to Fans Bet. Choose Fighting Cock in the drop down, and every money, all the money raised will be, you know, we're trying to find someone out there who's, who needs help. It might be someone who's you, you're, you're heavily into. Helping the homeless, aren't you? Yeah. So maybe say, imagine you, you know a Spurs fan who's homeless would love to go to Spurs. We'd be able to use this pool of money to make that happen. That's just an example. I don't know if there are any out there or if anyone knows of them. Let us know. We're looking for these good mm. causes. Email us at editor at thefightingcot.co.uk. Let us know anybody you know who might need help. And then maybe at Christmas plus the end of the new year, depends how much money we raise, uh, we'll be able to do something great and make some a good story around it. It should be a lot of good. Um, if you want to laugh, none of that's funny. <laughs> If, if you want to laugh, there's uh, I, I did a video uh, for Bull Street called the uh, it's a Season Predictor. We do it every year. We predict who's going to finish from like bottom to seventh, sixteenth, sixteenth to sixth, and then the top top six. Yeah. 
And um, obviously, I put Arsenal finishing seventh. You should see the comments. It's brilliant. Have you seen <laughs> them? Yeah, I have oh, seen them. Oh, mate, it is unreal. I've got people DMing me on Twitter <laughs> saying they're going to get me and gonna bomb my house. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's insane. It's so, Such weak cunts. It's incredible, right? So I did that video. Loads of them in, in, in the comments there. Go and have a look. Like, practically every other comment is saying, saying fucking Flav Pritch a fucking idiot. He just doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. Fucking Arsenal finish seven. What are you talking about? Imagine being uh, that upset, though. Imagine getting upset about stuff like that. They're all fucking mental. They're all mad. And then I thought that would be all right. That's fine. I can deal with Arsenal fans. I did the next video and said, despite Liverpool spending all that money, there's absolutely no chance they can win this league. They might as well chuck their money down the drain. Mm. All they've done is really guarantee top four space again. I think that's a fair comment. That's fair. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they went mental. Good. Yeah, but what do you expect? I I would expect. They are worse. They They are worse than this. They want me off. Mm. They want me sacked and off the channel. Good. DMs are open any of them yeah, so yeah. that is beautiful so much fun go and have a look it's great fun great fun um, Newcastle uh, we're looking into uh, obviously a big game some players back on Monday Pochettino I didn't know we mentioned before but did say that the, the, the condition of the squad looks good some of the players come back fit as you'd expect I expect Deli Ali and, and Kane to come back match fit more or less um, some of the players he said would get a place on the bench um, how, what, what do you foresee what do you in your crystal ball how do you see us lining up who do you think will start and what won't start well Son will start and that's a massive positive yeah. mm. Lucas Moura yes I think so I'm not sure I think he will start and I think he I think he's going to be our, oh he'll play our, 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 our player win. this season I think he's going to be really <laughs> you think really, so wow. yeah, I'll be disappointed if he isn't starting because he's the one who's had the most preparation I think he'll be fucking disappointed yeah. you imagine yeah. I've, I've played four games last year Potts you brought me here it cost 26 million I've played for PSG I could have gone anywhere and I'm here right I've been here all summer I've done everything you said scored I've a lovely down, couple of goals I've got you shopping I've made your tea <laughs> please can I play against Newcastle why don't you think it'll start to... I, I just think it'll be um, Ericsson Ali again Lamella's injured isn't he yeah yeah Who's ever... yeah I've got Son Ericsson and Ali so I don't yeah. see Ali starting Oh, not, he made a bit of a knock as well, didn't he? And, Did and, he? Yeah. 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 I just want to, play, I want to see him play. Like, I'd, love to see, I'd love to see Lucas play a bit brilliant. If he scores, I think it'll mean so much to him. I mm. think Amos will start. Yeah, I think he might, because Winks ain't back yet, is he? I think Amos will start. I think, Does um, Amos start over Oliver Skip? Oh, yeah. Skip's 17, isn't he? So yeah. what? No, I just think Amos yeah, played more minutes and looked... Yeah, How do you know? Yeah, he's a kid, man. He's a child. Rain Rooney was 16 when he played. Yeah, but Rooney was, a, was an animal. I think uh, Amos Amos will be alright in there when I think Amos will be it depends who he's playing with if he starts with Dyer I'll, okay, I'll be, Amos, I'll be comfortable Amos when he get bullied by Shelby or? Shelby 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 couldn't bully Don't, you he, he, what are you talking about he's tough he's he a fucking season so. bully me I'll bully you uh, whatever I'll just get your arms John Jay Sheffield could have done something for Spurs that's um, all I'm saying he's, I don't understand is he the... better than Sissoko T yes is he better than Sissoko K Van they're different players no it's, uh, who's more valuable to a squad tell me one or the other say the name it's three words he's say it he's a fucking liability though yeah. he? What, Sissoko isn't a liability no, but in a different way he's more of a liability <laughs> than a fucking he like, he, even if he stays on the pitch he's not he's like playing with 10 men fuck sometimes. John Joe Shelby come on he ain't a driver but he's got class he's oh, whatever to be fair I think he's not that um, versatile Sissoko for all his crapness can play a different position well he can play terribly in every position yeah so <laughs> I reckon he'll be alright this year what was that? Did you see that Twitter account we made? It was like a spoof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are actually at me when I retweeted it. Yeah, what was that? You That's so. No, people actually asking, "What's going on? What Spurs, what are you doing?" I'm like, <laughs> what was it? They said um, Zosoko signed a like five-year a, deal. They made it. Oh, like, I love that. That, <laughs> that would have been amazing. I see it coming. Pot trust him. He says it. And that's and that is all that that is all that matters because in the situation that we're in now, whether you think it's right or wrong. That trust or who he genuinely thinks can can do what he's going to ask of people this year is is going to be vital, and it's why no matter all, how much stick Lamella takes and the rest of it, he he can do what what is being asked of him most of the time, and, and that's going to be really really important this year. I think he'll start in the middle. I think he'll start centre mid. Sissoko. Sissoko and Amos. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. What about Let's fucking do this? What about Dembele's fit? Oh yeah. If if he's fit, I think he ain't going to come back. And do I think he's minutes, dead. Is he? He's dead. Isn't what are we going to do about what about the defence though? Is is Toby? Just, I think he'll is start. Is Toby yeah. just back now? Is everything? Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's back training. Did we just fail to sell him? Is do you, do he, you is he best him, friends with Potch? Do you again? put him in? 
Yeah. Depends what, I what don't formation back three. Well. Would you put him in? We don't need to play back three yeah, but this season, it, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Not even against Newcastle. I think that I like now that we've three. got Mora, it will change the way we play. I don't think we'll play with. I, th- I think we'll play with a back four, and I think that um, we will play Trippier in a different role. Because the thing is, Davis likes cutting in a lot. Like he's very, very strong when he kind of cuts in. His mm. passing is good. Trippier doesn't like going past people. Well, he can't. Yeah, but if you play more like in- England did, I think we we might get a bit more out of him. And with Mora, I think we might get a bit more wide. Trippier won't start Saturday, though, will he? So I think Aria be... probably will. I think Aria will. Yeah. I, I, I... Walker Peters. No. No. I I think I'm going to say it now. Trippier, Aria will be our number one fullback. Well, who's been number the, one for back? Or yeah, for the, for the I like that for the full, for for the vast majority. Of the I'll season. be upset about it, that. I'd be happy. Well, I like you would be upset if he's better. No, not upset. I, I, I want. Why, Trippier, why do you have want, so much emotional attachment? To no, players? I just want Trippier they to do, do not well. Give a if, shit about you. If Aurier does, if Aurier does does is better player, then I'll I'll be happy for him to start. I'm just right. saying, I would like after the World Cup he's just had, I'd like Trippier to push on again. Now, well, People, everyone would like it, and if he does, it'd be great. But Croatia game exposed him for what he is. What is he? Which is bang average. Bang average. Kieran Trippier, bang average. Aurier. Good. Good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Trippier, bang average. Aurier. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Punditry. Um, yeah, fuck, like, fuck Newcastle. Yeah, fuck what, what's your prediction? 2-0? Uh, comfortable win, yeah. 3-1 Tottenham. Yeah, I think 3-0. You know, Newcastle are in dire straits. Yeah, Newcastle players haven't been paid their bonuses. Uh, they're owed £11 million for surviving relegation and finishing 10th. I think that's been resolved now. Regardless, there's, a, there's, a, there's an anger around the club. Benitez, Lascelles and um, uh, someone else, whoever the, one of the directors, I think, and Ash, it might have been Ashley as well, actually, um, all signed a, like a joint letter to the fans today to ask them not to protest uh, before the game. They're not going to protest in the game, but they're going to protest before the game. So. We should have bought Lascelles. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Good player. I agree. Um, Very good. But we were in for him originally, weren't we? Before he went years ago, yeah, not yeah. in the forest. But the feeling, the, the, you know, I'm saying, is they're not going to be thinking of oh, putting on the black and white striped shirt and thinking, yeah, I want to die for this. So you know, they. But this is Newcastle. Like I said, the atmosphere is always great. It's first game of the season. I, I was very when we went up there last year. I thought that was going to be a difficult game to start the season. It will be again, but I think I think we'll have too much for him. And uh, what's his name? Ashley's just bought House, House of Fraser. Fraser. Yeah, so uh, they're all happy about that. Um, <laughs> uh, news and articles uh, according I know 90 million pounds yeah. imagine that yeah. so I can't as a can't. statement after saying I, just, I had a choice <laughs> so I'll be the house of Fraser yeah. it's an some, institution I have some, some foreign guys walking <laughs> yeah. around with beats on who doesn't talk to me yeah. or I can have uh, you know what is this the fucking 80 stores a foreign guy with beats on <laughs> and he, he's like all these fucking Newcastle fans going mental he's saved countless jobs some of these people wouldn't be able to go home and feed their kids. But you're fucking worried about your stupid little transfers and your stupid Could little football Could be up to 16,000 jobs. Yeah. 16,000 jobs. What's a hero? What's a fucking economy. legend? Mike Ashley, legend. Hero. Hero to many. Hero to the little man. And they're like this working class. They voted Brexit up there. This is what you get. You get cheap, you get cheap deals for shitty high street shops. Do you know what I like about... Saving jobs. Do you know what I like about Mike Ashley, though? Do you know when... Uh, a couple of years ago on that last game they had to win to finish in the top half to get their bonuses. It was against us, I think, wasn't it? And he'd said, look, you could, this is the bonus you're going to get finishing the top half and they like lost, they finished like, like Drew after being 3 and up and finished one, one point underneath. Beautiful. Didn't pay him. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. No. Didn't earn it. Didn't earn it. Um, okay, so got some questions. What do you think happens when you die? Kane is able. <laughs> it's a bit morbid, but yeah. I thought I'd put it in there. Yeah, cheers, T. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, nothing. I want to be cremated, so... Yeah. What's that, what's that mean? I want to get burned. Yeah, I, I know what cremated I've, means. I've, I've I mean, got what, a fear. What I've, got a fear. I've got a fear. I've been in the coffin and uh, waking up alive. and shit. Oh, yeah, okay. fuck it. Yeah. But what happens after that? Nothing, though. Um, probably nothing. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll haunt people. All oh, right. So there is <laughs> who would you haunt? Do you believe in an afterlife? Uh, I don't know. I guess so. A little bit. I want to know who you'd haunt. Uh, probably Levy for this window. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Levy's waking up in his mansion. He's woke up and there's just tea in the corner. Oi! No, not even that, just... <laughs> just, just a... <laughs> that little seething face that T does when you do yeah. something that he disapproves of. Yeah. Like, Horrible yeah. little or, cunt. Or when you spell something wrong. Sometimes when you catch him eating when he shouldn't be eating. Yeah. And, and the eyes, like he's done something wrong. I can imagine the same eyes he must have done when he's five when he got caught <laughs> pulling on his plonker. Uh. <laughs> what about you, Kate? 
Uh, I think I'll come back as lots of different things. Oh, reincarnation? No, just bits of me will end up somewhere else. You get blown up. It's just everything's connected, isn't it? We're all stardust. Oh, nice. I like that. I watched a program. I watched a film. Um, Doesn't matter. What about you? Yeah, nothing. That's nonsense. He loves Ricky Gervais. Of course he's going to say nothing. Uh, Yeah, just show me some evidence is what I'm saying. Oh, why are you going to stick a dig in like that? It's funny. It's funny. Um, Michael Michael MacArthur on Twitter, he says, do you think the top three finish can be repeated this season? Absolutely. Of course he can. Yeah. Believe. I read a book called The Good Secret once. Yeah. It's all about projecting positive energy. Laws of attraction. Laws of attraction. Visualise and realise. Okay. Jesus. (laughs) Finally, to end the Fighting Cop podcast, uh, my mate, Mark Goldstein, 83... Is that his name? It's weird. It's his Twitter name. All right, it's his Twitter name. All right. My mate, Mark Goldstein, he says, have, uh, um, has been to every FA Cup semi-final that we've lost and also missed the one we won. Fuck me. He says he's the only person that he... He says, if he's the only person, then he won't go to the FA Cup semi-final we get to. Did I read that wrong? Yeah, just just skip to the Then end. the next FA Cup final, Cup semi we get to. <laughs> Can you find anyone else if you were him? All right, so he's basically saying... What's he saying? What's what would you do? What would you do if you were? Um, That's we, Phil Siegel, eighty-three. Read the. Se- read I still don't understand. Yeah, what, I don't understand. What, no, he says what, that. His, he says that his mate has. He's gone to all the semis apart from the one that we won. Right. So if we he, get to another one, he won't go. No, I'm saying like would. No, he's, he's, what is he saying? Can, no, you he says, can you find anyone else that's done the same thing? Oh, Which right, right. Considering right. we've lost so many semis <laughs> right. and we only won so one He's getting mad because he's the one who's copied the page and he's annoyed that we don't understand. No, 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 no. no. To be fair, he's worded it terribly. <laughs> <laughs> His fault. Your fault, it Phil. My, it's my fault. Phil, mate. Um, he's, he's born in 83. He's been on the country eight, on, on the planet ages. If you were in, what would you do? Would you, would you go, yeah, do you know what? Would it, we go? It is my fault. I ain't going to the next one. No, because you don't believe in all that shit. So I'd definitely go. There's no way I'm missing out on that. And, you know, if, it, if, if I am the bop, then everyone just has to deal with it. <laughs> I just it, wouldn't go. If I knew I was the bop, <laughs> I would still go. If you knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you would. Just yeah. to annoy people. No, yeah. not to annoy. You'd have a sandwich board saying it, ringing a fucking bell. I am the bop. Um, <laughs> No, I mean obviously not. If you the the joy of winning a uh, FA Cup final or, or any cup, I'd imagine I can't barely remember, is is about sharing that moment with other people, isn't it? It's not great if you're just on your own and you're only one celebrating. It's about the jubilation and the energy that's being emitted, the visualizing to realizing and all that shit. Well, you say that, but what? if if your mate, if you genuinely believe that your mate was the bad luck charm and was the reason we kept losing, would you stop him from going? Absolutely, I'd choke yeah. Him see, out. this is the thing. Look, if it was him and he knew it was him, he wouldn't give a fuck. If it was me, I'd choke you out. Yeah. Well, not that you could. Yeah, I could but absolutely choke you, you out. I could. No, I could. No, look at your wrists. Right. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. That's but really that's what I'm saying. Like, you you like, that choke you out. I'd lift you. We've had this. You we've filmed this before you when you've tried doing this. You, see, he's had a couple of boxing lessons. He thinks he's fucking hard. I'm not having this conversation again. You think you're hard because you've had a couple of boxing lessons. Tiny little boxing lessons. He got knocked out by a 16 year old. I've never Stop been knocked out. Stop telling people that because it's not true. You're driving me fucking. <laughs> ah! Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I've never been stopped to the body by a 16 year old. Neither have I. Have you? Yeah. Never. Alex is the only one here that's been stopped by a <laughs> I am. So what, what, what happened then? Nothing. What do you mean? It hurt. I just, we broke <laughs> and a, how old broke was a rib. How old was he? It, about 19. He was a prospect. No. So he was like a decent fighter? Yeah. It doesn't matter how rounds. You went there for rounds. Oh, you was his sparring partner? Well, no, I was just, you know, I was a moving punch bag. Yeah. But he was expected to beat me, but... I'm oh, not having that he put me... I, I, I went down just for a second... <laughs> And then got up, got out of the ring, texted him immediately to tell him. <laughs> Why did you tell him? Because that's how I, it got to him and then got to me. He put it in the group, that's what happened. See, he's like discombobulated. Was <laughs> <laughs> it the group? He put it in the group. Did you speak to the missus about the story? Uh, no. All right. I, I've got an update. We'll save it for the well, next time I'm on because it'll be worth it, I promise okay, you. Okay, I'm meeting, I'm meeting her tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we are. So I'm just yeah. going to make sure that if, if you, you have spoken to her, Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I know. Awesome. I'll bring it up tomorrow. Okay, fine. is that all right? Yeah. We'll we'll sort it tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's been a pleasure. I hope you're feeling better soon, man. That pain, right. you look you look so uncomfortable. Yeah, and God bless you for coming down. It's kicking in there. It's high yeah, yeah. a bit fuzzy. Well, I know, you, you went a bit <laughs> quiet, and yeah, you have been like you yeah. do look quite happy I've got as that well. Permanent grin on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What have you got going on? All sorts, mate. Go on. Yeah. Codeine, fresh bay. I've got to drive a car in a few hours. It's good stuff. 
works. Can you operate a moving vehicle? With? I can't drive, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's a shame. T, I'm sorry you had to miss part of the podcast, but you was late. Uh, these your... things happen. They do, they do indeed. Um, we're going to be back on Monday, um, but until then, uh, enjoy the, the, the Mighty Spurs smashing the Magpies. Let's do it. Stomp them. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.